Hey, Jacob. Yeah? We gotta tell the listeners about Berez Coffee Company. Oh, their coffee for gamers by game. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee brewed right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. You know, that sounds perfect for all night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are. Video games, tabletop, card games, B-Res has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kinds of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast, or my favorite, the Necromedium. You know, I like a good dark roast, like critical gaming dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor yeah and if you can't decide what you want then just try out their specialty sample pack look whatever your coffee of choice is they've got you covered head on over to brezcoffeeco.com and use the code om podcast at checkout for 10 percent off of your order hey rookie i shit my pants again you are listening to the Open Micers Podcast, which is brought to you by that dirty, rotten motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows exactly what he did, and he would have started his own podcast, but he's too chicken shit. Oh, and also, uh, Mr. Mike Eveland is a wonderful person. He's in our Patreon. Uh, shout out to Mike Eveland for B-Res Coffee. Buy your B-Res Coffee at brezcoffee.com. And uh, if you want to be as cool as him, go to www.openmicerspodcast.com for as little as a dollar. You can get a shout out on the episode. And let's start this. It is the night before Thanksgiving and all through the house. Your two podcasters were talking in the Zoom room uh, and couch. <laughs> My name is Jason Robbins. I am the one-week accident-free Jacob Craig, yeah. and um, I don't think that you're winning any freestyle contests soon, buddy. No, I wasn't prepared. I, I did not know I was going to do that. Yeah, not exactly <laughs> eight mile over here. No, no, um, no. I don't. I don't pretend to be. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, we're going to do a Thanksgiving special day before Thanksgiving. Um, buddy, what are your plans? Are you are you traveling? Are you what are no. you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, going to my mom and dad's and eating and then come in here and eating again because I'm going to make uh, some food here. My mom and dad are cooking and uh, then we're going to cook some stuff here. And that's about it. Awesome, man. Uh, I have see you thought about. I see your mom was uh, making cornbread for the stuffing today. Yeah. I take it that you don't like stuffing? No, I don't. Well, I, I do. I like stovetop. What is I specifically wrong with hate, you? I specifically hate her homemade dressing. <laughs> Why? It's not good. It's not good, and I tell her that to her face every year. I don't like You are an ungrateful little bastard of a child. You know that? I'm just saying, that's the one thing that, I, that she cooks that I don't like on Thanksgiving. How do you not like stuffing. homemade dressing? Like, my grandmother made homemade dressing, and I miss it so much every year. My mom makes it, but it's still good, but it's not quite, has, it doesn't have that, that, you know, that grandma touch that my grandmother had to it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the cornbread. Like, uh, she came and gave me a, a piece of cornbread before she ripped it all up to, you know, 
brew it and make dressing. The thing is, my mom makes it by my grandmother's recipe, and my grandmother never really went by recipe. She just kind of went by feel and whatever she felt like throwing in there. So it was always a little bit different every time. So it's always kind of like that little special magic of, you know, not quite sure what's in there, but it's so good. And uh, I, I, I love it, man. That's like the one thing every year I'm like, mom, please, please make the dressing. Yeah. Cause I can't live without it. I, I don't I know might how give you it another... not like dressing. You're, <clears throat> you're a, 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 a crazy person. Maybe I might, I'll give it another shot this year, but every time I try it, I'm just like, it's not good. Put the gravy on it, man. Just put some gravy on it. But you know what I do like though, is like right before the leftovers go bad, like the day before my mom's like, all right, we have to throw this shit out. She usually makes Johnny cakes, like Thanksgiving Johnny cakes. What is this? Where, so a Johnny cake is basically just like uh, a thin pancake, but she makes Thanksgiving Johnny cakes where she'll uh, put turkey, rip it up in the stuffing, make it a little pancake and fry it. And then put gravy over it. And I like that shit a lot. Yeah, it is great, dude. I am I look forward to the the leftover Johnny cakes. But Thanksgiving Day, I'm I usually don't fuck with the with the dressing. Yeah. My grandmother used to pre bake a turkey and then she would use that turkey meat in her dressing. So it was like dude, she she spent like two weeks on Thanksgiving dinner. And It's oh, it's, I miss it. It's it. It was so good. Yeah, I've never really experienced uh, any any grandma cooking because my Grammy lives in Iowa and she's also not a great cook, from what I hear. <laughs> and um, my grandma cooked for Thanksgiving for maybe until I was like eight or nine years old, and then she was too old to cook, and so everyone else cooked instead. So. I don't even really remember what my grandma's cooking was like for the most part. You missed out on good grandma cooking. Yeah, basically, because it never really stuck in my mind because I was too young to realize like, oh, this is a special moment, you know? Yeah. It was just like, oh, this is food and this is what I like and don't like. And my uncles are being crazy and who invited (laughs) them? And I didn't think I was related to you. See, that's the thing. As I got older, I started to uh, appreciate smaller Thanksgivings. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, it was like this big, huge family affair with like, because m- my grandfather, uh, wh- he, he wasn't my blood, rel- blood grandfather. He was uh, uh, my step grandfather, but he had a huge family. And every year we would either have to travel to up somewhere up near Hattiesburg to go to the big family Thanksgiving, or they would have it down here. And I'm a person who likes leftovers. And when you have that many damn people, there are no leftovers. So I hated yeah. the big Thanksgiving. And I remember it was once in 2004, I, uh, we were on the road with Fall as well. And I spent the holidays away from home because we were on the road. And for Thanksgiving, it was one of the last big Thanksgivings that the, the family had together. And I specifically told my mom, I said, look, before all these freeloaders come down, and eat all the food. Please save me some turkey. That's all I wanted. I wanted because I love turkey sandwiches after Thanksgiving. That's like my favorite yeah, thing too. is just a turkey sandwich with like a ton of mayonnaise on it. It's so good. Seasoned and salt. Yeah. You get seasoned and salt on oh, it. Oh yeah. 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 
So, but that's all I, I wanted was I was like, please save me some turkey, and uh, I'll be home the next couple days. Well, we have a break. We're gonna come home for a few days. I, I think I spent Thanksgiving dinner in um, the Peabody in Memphis that okay. Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, I, as it turned out, my mom didn't get to the turkey in time, and they ate it all. Oh shit! Freaking freeloaders came down here and ate it all, and didn't leave me any. I was so pissed. I was like, I don't ever want to do another big Thanksgiving again. Like, screw all these people. Please let's make our own damn turkey and and fixings so that I can have something to eat next year. And you know, we never did another big Thanksgiving after that because that was when my grandfather's health was starting to get bad. So the whole family, huge family dynamic thing was starting to, to wane. But I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I don't have to see 85 yeah. relatives that I don't have anything to do with. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't miss that at all. Because when, when my grandma stopped cooking, we stopped doing giant family Thanksgivings. And my dad is the youngest of five siblings. <laughs> so I have like so many cousins yeah. that I meet once a year. And I'm bugging my mom and she's having to cook. And she's like, just go play with your cousins. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I, I don't <laughs> want to play with my cousins. I'm always having to play with cousins that you like only saw once a year. And it's like, go play, go play football in the yard. I'm like, I don't want to go yeah. play football with these people. I don't know. First off, I don't want to play football Two, I'm antisocial. Yeah. I'm awkward. I'm like the awkwardest kid ever. Why do I want to hang out with people that I only see once a year? So no, no thank you. I like a nice small Thanksgiving, and then I want to eat till I explode, and then I want to fall asleep for like two or three hours, and then I want to wake up and immediately eat again. Like, that's yeah. what I want to do. Yeah, I'm thankful that this year, it's going to be, this is going to be the smallest Thanksgiving we've had in years, because it's just going to be me, my mom, and my dad, and my girlfriend, and my daughter. Like, my brother's not even coming over for Thanksgiving. They're doing their own Thanksgiving. Yeah. So... I mean, that's such few people for the amount of food that we're cooking. We're going to have so many fucking leftovers. <laughs> and my dad started frying the turkey. So the turkey's been on point for the last few years, man. Uh, I fucking love fried turkey. I love fried turkey so much. Oh, my God. I'm like my mouth's watering thinking about it. It's so much better than baked turkey. And you don't have to get up at five in the morning well, to put a turkey in the oven. Here's the thing. I don't like moist turkey i like my turkey a little bit dry i don't know about you uh, i don't know i like a moist turkey i don't like like i don't know i want it to be nice and kind of firm kind of dry that way when you put the gravy on it it kind of soaks up the gravy a little bit and yeah. it's not like a big mushy pile of meat on the plate well i like a fried turkey because it makes it more like chicken like eating a fried turkey is a lot like eating a baked chicken yeah because turkey is just an inferior meat to chicken. I don't know why we don't do chicken for Thanksgiving. Just fry a fucking chicken. Jesus Christ, it's that easy. I want four fried chickens and a Coke. Hell yes, dude. My nickname in, uh, when I was a kid was Juliet Jake. Because I fucking yeah. love the Bruce Blues Brothers so much. And I reminded everyone of, uh, of Jake Elwood from the Blues Brothers. Hell yeah. But um, what's like the weirdest incident you've had at a Thanksgiving? Uh... I can go first if you don't. Yeah, have one. go first because I can't really think of anything. So there was one year when I was like a preteen. I was like 12, 13, something like that. And um, my brother worked with this 
guy, I forgot his name, uh, but he was working at Papa John's and he worked with this guy at Papa John's. And um, for some reason, he came to our Thanksgiving. And I found out years later that he came to our Thanksgiving because he was our parents' weed dealer. (laughs) (laughs) My parents invited their weed dealer to our Thanksgiving. That is freaking awesome. Yeah. And that was like all we had that year. It was just me, my parents, my brother, and my parents' weed dealer. And that's who was at Thanksgiving. (laughs) Guess it pays to be a weed dealer. You get to go eat. Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> that that just shows you how much of an old lady my mom is, where she'll buy weed from you and just be like, you want to come get a plate, baby? And then they'll actually take her up on it because she's so sweet. <laughs> uh, I love your mom. She's awesome. Yeah, you're the only one. But... <laughs> no, I love my mom too, no, man. I don't I, know. I, I can't think of anything, like any weird incidents other than just... Yeah being an awkward kid around family that I yeah. only saw once a year. Yeah. I mean, there was definitely a lot of that when I was younger because like my uncle Lauren is such a mean bastard. And also he's the one brother that's adopted. So fuck that guy. Like <laughs> I don't even claim him as my uncle. Like, he's adopted. So fuck him. Wow. And like my other uncle is on heroin and Jesus and all kinds of shit, dude. Yeah, so I'm glad I don't have to deal with any of that if I don't want to. Like, I'll I'll run into one of my uncles every now and then. Like, I saw the one uncle that I like, like, in a parking lot while we were coming out of a Chinese buffet. And he's an electrician, so he was just, like, working on shit on his truck in the parking lot. It's like, hey, that's the one uncle I give a shit about. And it was basically just, like, a high and by. I like that kind of dynamic with my extended (laughs) family. Yeah, I... There's not too much extended family that I really associate with. I mean, like my kind of my closer cousins, the one that I, the ones that I really grew up with and was around all the time, I still talk to, not all the time, like one, maybe once every couple of months. But I don't know, like that whole extended, like way far out family. Like I don't, I don't even remember those people's names honestly half the yeah. time. Oh, me neither. My mom will like tell me it's like, oh, so and so died. And I'm like, yeah. who the fuck is that? <laughs> Same thing. What? My parents are like, you know, your cousin such and such uh, passed away this week. I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know who this person is. Yeah, especially because I have a, a giant family in Iowa as well. So there's just a whole branch of my family I've never even fucking met before. And so my mom would be like, your uncle so-and-so died. He was my uncle. He was my daddy's brother. I was like, who? Who? I've never met this man. But um, yeah, it's nice having family far away, too, because you can, you know. I feel like the big Thanksgiving thing is starting to die out, too. Like, I think big family get-togethers just aren't a thing anymore. Like, when I was a kid, they used to do, uh, did you ever go to, like, family reunions? When you were a kid? Uh, we had one, and it was horrible. But yeah, just one. And my dad still goes to the like the family reunions, and I'm like, I don't want to go to that. <laughs> really yeah, don't. right. Yeah, no, we, we don't do anything like that anymore. Because, I, I mean, the one time we did have a family reunion, it was fine, I guess. But it was like, 
you know, 70, 80 fucking family members in my grandma's little ass house and yeah. people's breaking shit. Everyone's like, who broke the shit? I tell you what, if I was to have like a big Thanksgiving, I would rather it be like my chosen family. <laughs> you know, like that's what yeah. that's what I was about to say. The thing now is Friendsgiving. Yeah. Like, everyone's doing I'd, a Friendsgiving. That's what I'd rather do. Like, <laughs> you know, invite it. Just invite the people that, it, you know, I I like to talk to. Yeah. I mean, I was I was raised with very strong, like core family values. But in all honesty, like family's kind of overrated, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, if we'd never established a relationship, you're just some dude that we share like a quarter of blood with. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would, I'd much rather spend a Thanksgiving with people that I actually, you know, can bring up something with and like make me laugh and stuff. Uh, you know, because uh, I, I kind of pick picture you and me are kind of the same like we're into the same stuff you know like yeah, yeah. comic books and science fiction things like that and even as a kid i was the same way i was into science fiction like yeah. i was the kid who was always talking about like like star wars when nobody gave a shit about star wars you know so i was yeah. the, always the awkward kid but like all my cousins are like these you know alpha male uh hunters mm -hmm. and shit i'm just like i got nothing in common with these people like if i was not family with them, I would not associate with them at all, you know? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, luckily enough, like, I mean, all of my cousins are into the same shit that I'm into. They all have some kind of interest in comic books and science fiction or whatever. It's just, I'd never wanted to talk to them. Like, I mean, I just, <laughs> it's like, I just want to, because I don't know them. Like, I, I know my family. And yeah. so I would just like, literally just follow my brother everywhere at the family reunion and yeah. just <laughs> annoy the shit out well, of him a lot of my dad's side of the family they all still live near one another like yeah they all live within like a mile of one another and i'm just like i like my family but i don't want to live next door to them you know yeah i love my parents but if they live next door to me that would drive me crazy yeah, I think it's acceptable to see your family maybe once a month yeah. at most. Like, I think that's acceptable. Go visit your family once a month. And because, I mean, you have to, at a certain point, go and establish your own life. And, yeah. you know, just let your parents kind of figure out what their life's going to be now, yeah. I guess. <laughs> see, when I, when I was a kid, my dad, we, me and my brother used to call my dad the yard Nazi. Cause yeah. all he did was yard work like all the time. So, and, and then as we got older, guess who had to help do the yard work? So, right. and we lived out in the middle of nowhere. So there was like a lot of yard work to do and he beat any kind of love I had for being outdoors out of me <laughs> at a young age. So I know if I lived next to my parents now, I would be doing all their yard work plus my own. And I don't want to even, that's why I live in an apartment. I could get a house, but I don't want to do yard work. I don't want to do it. I don't want to cut grass. I don't want to go outside and have to worry. About, I don't want to be that guy that stands out on the porch after a long day of mowing grass and be like, yeah, that's my lawn. Like I'm not that yeah, right. dude. That I'm I'm not that guy. I will let my grass turn into a jungle if you let me. 
Yeah, I couldn't give two fucks about a yard or anything like that. I mean, the, the only reason I would ever want like a small yard or anything is so my daughter could go out and play in it. <laughs> and like she she doesn't need the kind of fucking yard that we have at my house because we have 10 acres of land and uh, a, uh, two of it is clear. So there's just a giant two acres of land to go fucking run around on. She doesn't need that. <laughs> if If I were to get a house... And it had a yard, if it's like, whether it's a quarter an acre, an acre, or whatever, if I ever get a house again, I'm completely uh, filling in the yard with concrete. Like, it's going to be all concrete. (laughs) I'm serious. You think I'm joking. I'm not. It's going to be all concrete. That's so sadistic. (laughs) It is. I hate grass. I hate cutting. Dude, you, you have no idea how much I hate doing yard work. Yeah. I'm starting to get it a little bit. I mean, you'd rather like burn your feet on concrete than yeah, exactly. Do yard work. There's nothing but, worse than being like 16 or 17 years old and you've been up, you know, all night, like with your friends or even just up playing video games most of the night because that's what you're supposed to do when you're 17 years old. You know, you stay up all night and then pr- starting promptly at 6:15 in the morning, your mom comes busted into your bedroom be like you need to go help your dad and cut the grass like i don't want to do that (laughs) no right let me sleep another seven hours and then i'll get up and help him (laughs) dude that's me now yeah (laughs) (laughs) i wake up to go to work at 2 p.m and before that i'm not doing shit i'm not helping anybody with anything (laughs) i think my dad's kind of antisocial so i think that was his escape from having yeah. to be around people was to like be in the yard all the time doing yard work. I think he just didn't want to talk to anybody. So he would just go out and do stuff. Yeah. My dad's the same way. Like if we ever have like, you know what he would deem too many people to be at our house, he would just like, <laughs> first of all, throw on clothes. Cause he wears pajamas around the house 24 seven. So he'd put on clothes and then go out to the shed and then just, pretend to be doing stuff (laughs) like just like throwing stuff around and like messing with tools and just like pretending that he's has something to do yeah because he just doesn't want to be around all these people in his damn house uh how old is your dad same age as my mom he's 53 okay their birthdays are, are 13 days apart yeah i think if you're like 50 and over like if you were born anywhere near like set 1970 and before i don't think you know how to like uh, do things that are like I, I don't think anybody like plays video games or anything like that. That's yeah. more of a you know my generation and forward. Like I get enjoyment out of just sitting by myself and playing video games for like I could sit at my computer and play a game for like five or six hours straight and be totally okay with that. I think older generations, like even my brother, my brother's like five years older than me, and I think, I don't know, they just get enjoyment out of different things. Like, and yeah. I think, like, the if you're born before 1970, like, your thing is to, like, escape the family and go do, like, pretend to do yard work. <laughs> like, that's the I thing. <laughs> Whereas, like, my dad just hates meeting new people. So, like, if there's anyone new at my house, like, the first, like, little, like, the first couple of times I brought my girlfriend around, he would like go outside to get away from my girlfriend. Like he doesn't want to meet anyone new. He has no social skills at all. 
Well, it's just... I, I get it. <laughs> I don't my, my, no, Nobody knew. My girlfriend said this the other day. Um, we were sitting in the living room uh, by ourselves, and she asked, hey, where's your dad at? And I was like, I, I don't know. I, I haven't seen him today because he works uh, late, and he hasn't just hasn't got out of bed. I was like, I don't know. I haven't seen him. She's like, oh, I miss him. He adds something to the room like a nice lamp. <laughs> my dad's basically just decoration for yeah. our living room because that's all he does is just sits in the living room and doesn't say anything mm. it sits and drinks coffee and and dips snuff and <laughs> watches whatever we want to watch on tv because he doesn't give a shit yeah so what that's, do you think you're gonna be like when you're that age i don't think i'm gonna make it to that age buddy but um <laughs> I'm if almost I, if, there. I got like another 10 years and I'll be there. Yeah. If I do, I, w- I would like to think that I would stay with the times a little bit. But also I've caught myself like thinking about how much of a pussy the next generation is as well. Because yeah, I mean, I, I have theories about that, about how yeah. like the kind of the Gen X, like I feel like we're more way more hardcore than the newer generations yeah because like we grew up with like you know like metal like heavy metal (laughs) and like punk rock and all that kind of stuff so like we're a little more hardcore than kids now so i I think i don't know i just feel like it's roles have reversed yeah dude i'm i'm gen z and i'm even thinking like these younger kids just are aren't handling things the way that i would handle them when i was a kid yeah like they just let like kids like if there's one kid bullying everybody there's one let's say there's one kid bullying like 10 kids right Mm. they're just gonna let it happen and act like they're helpless about it if that happened when i was a kid if there was one kid bullying me and nine of my friends we would have jumped that kid beat the fuck (laughs) out of that kid like the kids these days just don't do it i was like stop being a pussy beat the fuck out of that little 10 year old dude yeah like that's how we would have handled things but apparently that's not what happened anymore. I don't know. They're like a weird mix of like being of super conservative, but like hardcore liberals. It's I weird. Guess. It is weird. It is weird. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm going to, I feel like everyone's kind of doomed to repeat what, you know, the future generations have done where they just have a deep seated hatred for the next generation coming up yeah. because they don't do things the same way. Uh, this thing about Gen X is like nobody gives a shit about us, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, your generation is definitely the one that slipped through the cracks. Like you just kind of, you know, yeah. got to do your own things, and no one's like, it's <laughs> up to you to do this and that. Well, there That's wasn't enough of us. Like, and I've talked about this before in my stand up. It's like there's not enough of us to make a difference in anything. Like, and even the, the ones of us that there are, none of us give a shit. That's why we let, like, you know, Donald Trump slip through the cracks and become president. Because we, we don't yeah. have the numbers to fight anything. Well, I feel like responsibility is kind of skipped a generation, right? Because, like, the baby boomers had responsibility, and then, you know, the Gen X didn't, and the millennials have responsibility, and yeah. my generation's not gonna. So. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, we just figured out pretty early on how shitty the world is. You know, because yeah. our boomer parents, like, they weren't really around all that much. Like, right. you know, my parents worked a lot when I was a kid. Like I remember in elementary school and into like uh, middle school, 
you know, my mom and dad worked together and they didn't get home till like almost six o'clock. So by the time we got off school, it was like, it was free for all till the parents got yeah. home. And then I spent a lot of time with my grandparents. I feel like my, you know, ha- half the parenting of me was done by my grandmother. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to where I, I had my mom, uh, pretty much all the time growing up. But I also feel like I grew up at a different generation than everyone else in my generation did because we were just so far out in the country and we were so poor that it felt like I was growing up as like a Gen X or a millennial or something like that. See, and that's the weird thing. People talk about how the whole generational thing that's going on now, they talk about how boomers are hoarding all the wealth. I don't think that's true because like when I was a kid, like even to now, you know, my parents were not that well off. Like they had to work yeah. a lot to pay the bills. That's why we never saw them when we were kids. The only problem is, is modern medicine is causing people to live longer. That's why That's Gen true. X never got to do anything because all the freaking boomers are still alive. And now all of us Gen Xers are like becoming like late middle age. So what I'm hearing is that we should kill the old. No. <laughs> okay. No, but here's the thing. I'm wondering if if we're going to actually, if things keep going this way, are people going to live to be like 150 years old? Like God, by the time, Or is it just going to reverse and like us Gen Xers, because we all smoke, we're all going to die when we're like, you know, yeah. 55. Well, I feel like eventually everyone's going to start dying because they can't afford to get any treatment. Like, I, I mean, think about this. Think about if Donald Trump successfully uh, repealed pre-existing conditions from insurance coverage. I would be dead right now. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be alive because we can't just pay $800 for a vial of insulin. Like, no shit. So, I, I mean, know. I feel like if something like that happens, right, where people just start get this, start not being able to afford medical, um, whatever, medical bills, then... Yeah, yeah like, a lot well, of people I mean, are going to start dying. Hell, right now, I can't afford my cholesterol medication, so I just don't take it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, eventually it's going to get to the point where people are like, oh, I can't afford to have this life-saving surgery, yeah. so I'm just going to die. <laughs> it's, it's that way now. Like, if, dude, if something were to happen to me, I don't have insurance right now. I, my, I, my insurance lapsed. I can't afford, even with the free enrollment with uh, the Affordable Care Act, I still can't afford the monthly premiums. I mean, you're talking yeah. the monthly premiums, even on the cheap end, are still more than my car note. Like yeah, I'm stretched thin as it is. <clears throat> I don't know what I'm gonna do. I mean, I'm I'm on my dad's insurance until 26, luckily. But yeah. I mean, if I don't have a job with insurance by then, then I guess I'm just fucked. Dude, if I get you know, sick or something happens to me, you're going to be seeing a, uh, a GoFundMe <laughs> as yeah, soon right. as I get out of the hospital. Yeah, for sure. Uh, get a Kickstarter going. Yeah, yeah. Un- unless we get some more Patreons <laughs> here yeah. for the show. <laughs> Join our Patreon, save Jason Robbins' life. Yeah, get him a new kidney. Yeah. But I think we're going to... Get out of here in a yeah. couple minutes. I hope you enjoyed uh, before- the uh, Thanksgiving episode, everybody, because we've done yeah. th- three hostful episodes in a row. I hope you've enjoyed. Hope you've enjoyed them. Yeah, and I, and I think this one's you know not as funny as the the other ones we had, but I think you know I hope you guys enjoyed learning a little bit about us yeah. and hearing about our Thanksgiving. Get a get a more sentimental episode yeah. and on the podcast. But before we go, want to ask you, Jason, what are you thankful for this year? 
oh my gosh, I'm thankful for uh, actually being able to get out and do comedy again. Um, thankful for not having for being vaccinated and not have to wear a mask everywhere. Uh, <laughs> um, thankful for my mom and dad still being alive. Thankful for my girlfriend. Thankful for uh, a roof over my head, and I'm thankful for all my friends like you and Wally. Like I love all you guys. Oh yeah, man. Um, this year, I would say I'm thankful for um, going one week without shitting myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm thankful for, my... for you not shitting yourself too. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Everyone should be thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for my daughter. I'm thankful that she's finally started growing hair. Uh, <laughs> finally, before yeah, because before it looked like she had male like a receding hairline. <laughs> Because she just has the long hair in the back, and it's like oh cut off like to her forehead. She had a skullet. Basically, yeah, she really did. It looked like she had like a rat tail almost. Awesome. But thankfully, she started growing some front hair. Um, I'm thankful for all the uh, opportunities I've gotten in comedy, and all of the people that have been willing to come on this podcast. Uh, you know, thankful for Alexander, and uh, you know. Everyone that we've been able to have on, Ryan Miller, Sean Fetterty, all those guys. Uh, yeah, man, and I'm, I'm thankful for the bookings I have in the future. Uh, they still haven't posted the show I'm on in January, but that's their fault. I'm just going to go ahead and say that uh, January 13th uh, in Mobile, Alabama at the Alabama Music Box, I'm going to be opening for Nick Yusuf, so I'm very thankful for that. Uh, keep you guys updated on that, and I'm going to try to get Nick Yusuf on the podcast. So. Maybe we'll talk about that more. And I want to let everybody know, too, I got added to the Ty Rivera show December 3rd at the Juke Joint. Go to uh, Landmass Comedy on Facebook and uh, look on the event page if you want to go to it. Pre-sale tickets are $10 online. Go get those. Go buy them early and uh, come out and see us December 3rd at 8 p.m. at the Juke Joint in Ocean Springs, Mississippi to see Ty Rivera. live yeah i haven't asked if i'm hosting that show or not but uh in any case i will be there at least to watch maybe do a guest spot if uh if i'm not hosting awesome but uh yeah i think that's it buddy you got anything else uh on your board nope that is it so i'm gonna go ahead and play our music here if you want to email us email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com at openmikers on twitter and instagram openmikerspodcast on facebook uh om podcast uh see openmikers.com will take you to our patreon if you want to contribute to the show and uh that's about it so we will see you guys next week happy thanksgiving